Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the H&H Sports Podcast. I'm Tanner Hicks, and as always, I'm joined by Jackson Huey. Uh, we got another banger episode for you guys inbound. We're going to be recapping the Super Bowl, a great Super Bowl it was, and we are going to be comparing our NFL standings predictions. The first episode, the inaugural episode of the greatest podcast in the world, our standings predictions versus the standings you know, that actually played out in the NFL season. It's going to be an interesting episode. Keep watching. All right. Let's jump straight into it. Super Bowl 57. I'm going to go out and say it. One of the greatest football games I've ever seen in my entire life. I agree. No stoppage of entertainment through the entire way, except when it got to halftime. Uh, just just great watch the entire way. Um you know, first quarter was entertaining, and then we got to the second quarter. The first half wasn't, you know, the best part. We get, Once we got to the second half, it was just immaculate football from both sides. We got uh, one of the greatest Super Bowl performances I've ever seen from Jalen Hurts. Um, oh, we can talk about Jalen Hurts for a second. I'm not – I wasn't a hater before. I was just talking about how – I'm giving an analysis. That's what we do. We're talking about sports. I didn't that good, but now I can't really say anything now because he played the best game of his life on the biggest stage that that there could possibly be. Jalen Hurts um, is him. Um, he's going to be getting a huge extension in due time, um, and he's that the Eagles franchise quarterback for years to come. I can't I can't say anything else. Um, <laughs> I, I'll admit it when I'm wrong. I, I wasn't wrong at the time, but gradually he turned into a franchise quarterback, which, you know, can happen. And I took that risk talking about him like that. So, you know, Jalen Hurts is him. Um, he played a fantastic game um, the whole way, except for that one mistake where he, you know, he gave the football away, which is really inexcusable. You just you got to keep hold of the football. That, that's right. really. I will I will give the benefit of the doubt to Jalen though. When the Eagles needed yards, the Eagle, the the Eagles and um, I forget his name. He just got hired by the Colts, but that offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni, they just like asked Jalen Hurts to say, "Hey, go make a play," and he did it the entire game. Um, when they weren't running that sneak, which hold on. I think this is one of like that sneak that where the they they come out and like like right. QB QB kneel formation pretty much and they just push him across the line of scrimmage. I think that's something that the NFL will like soon enough because that's like well what now? I think that's something that the NFL might you know ban. I don't know in the future. It's so good like they didn't lose any yards off of it. They didn't. They didn't get stopped. They didn't. Not they. They gained yards every time they got it, or they used it. The Eagles. I think the Eagles could have done that all the way down the field and been perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> two yards. Two yards. Two yards. Two yards the whole way. Um. Yeah, that was just that Super Bowl was just a joy to watch. Um, the whole the whole game. Mahomes rightfully won Super Bowl MVP. I think if this was the year to give the Super Bowl MVP to a losing player, it would have been Jalen Hurts. Um, another 
Super Bowl MVP candidate was James Bradbury. Um, held on the last drive of the game. Now I'm going to ask you a. I'm going to ask you a question about this hold. Now, obviously, the ref, you know, came out and said, you know, he doubled down and said it was a hold. And James Bradbury, after the game, said it was a hold. Do you think that that was a hold or? It's a hold, but I don't think you make that call in that moment. I agree. I probably wouldn't have made, I wouldn't have made that it's, call. It's a as hold. A it's a hold, but you've let them play all night and you call that. Yeah. It's the right call for sure. Yeah, I, just did. I just don't know if I would have called it in that moment. I think a jersey tug past five yards is an automatic flag, regardless. But to make that in that spot, bro, if if the if the ball just falls incomplete with no flag, the Chiefs take a field goal and the Eagles get the ball back. It's it's a rough rough ending for the for the Eagles, man. But. You don't get in that spot if your defense does during the game. Defense right. didn't do any entire game. You let up 38 points in the Super Bowl, you're probably not going to win the game. Especially to the cheat, you're probably not going to win the game. Um, again, let's talk about the turf uh, and the, the grass being it being wet. I don't know what the problem with that was. That's part of the reason why the Eagles pass rush, who was all-time dominant this season, just didn't get any pressure. You got the guys who had their hand in the dirt just couldn't do anything. And it's a completely different story from the last time the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl when their offensive line couldn't block anybody. The Chiefs offensive line, that is. The, the offensive line couldn't block anybody. Mike Renner and whoever else at tackle when um, Orlando Brown was out. And um, no, I don't think they had Orlando Brown yet. They had. Um, Somebody else at tackle. I, I think Eric Fisher. Um, I don't know if he played in that game or not. I don't think it would have mattered. They had Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz who just didn't play and retired after that game. Like that offensive line was in shambles that entire game. Part of the reason, main reason why the Buccaneers won that Super Bowl. They revamped that offensive line. And even though the turf was questionable, the Chiefs offensive line did their thing, gave Patrick Mahomes time. And Mahomes, man, Mahomes is also him. He's even more him than Jalen Hurts. Mahomes might go down. He, he already is one of the greatest football players ever so, at age 27. How many more Super Bowls does Mahomes have to win to be the GOAT? I don't know, man. He doesn't have to win seven, does he? I don't think so. I don't. You gotta be on par with the other guys, though. Bradshaw has four. Montana has four. If he, if he hits five, I think you can call him the GOAT. But five is crazy. Five is crazy. Crazy. Andy Reid probably isn't going to be there for much longer, easily less than a decade, maybe even half a decade uh, left in him. Yeah, but I wouldn't think replacing Andy Reid when you got Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback would be that moving. I don't understand. Is Eric Bieniemy like I? I understand a little bit if Eric Bieniemy wanted to leave to be a head coach. That's like you can't you know, right. fault a guy for. But he's interviewing for offensive coordinator up. jobs. For Washington, I I understand. If they're giving you a bag, go get your bag, man. But like you you're pro, you're the number you're gonna be the number one candidate, no doubt, to su- succeed Andy Reid when he retires, which isn't far away. Being the head coach of the Chiefs, 
one of the best gigs you can have. And Eric Bieniemy is a masterful play caller. We saw that in the Super Bowl. Just a little Eric Bieniemy rant. <laughs> like he's a grown man, he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do. But I just think it'd be best to stay put in an amazing situation and succeed. You know, Andy Reid. Yeah, um, I agree. Anyway, uh, I think Mahomes has to have at least four or five because all the the other guys like Bradshaw is not in any conversation for best quarterback ever, but he's got, you know, a lot of rings. Um, he's got four. Uh, Montana's got four. I think Elway's got one or two. Um, I think he's been to two and only has one. Um, Rogers only has one. Manning's got one. Like, I think as talent wise, he's going to be top two or three. Ever. Peyton has two, don't he? Oh yeah, Peyton does have two. I forget his last one. <laughs> he didn't um, do nothing. He didn't do yeah, nothing for it. He didn't do anything. <laughs> um uh yeah, Peyton does have two. But I, I think he won't necessarily need so many. <laughs> At least not as many as Tom Brady. I don't think anybody's gonna have as many as Tom Brady. Um I just think it's it's right the writings in the cards for him to be a top it, he, at, I think he's stamped for at least top three ever quarterbacks. I think, I think he's already five, top five. He's in, you definitely can argue for it. Um, but I think by the end of his career, he'll like definitely will be a lock for top three. Um, I just don't, I don't think it'll necessarily need all the Super Bowls in the world like Tom Brady has. Right. Um, that's what I was getting at. I don't think I don't think he'll need. You don't have to win eight to be the goat. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, because guys like Manning only has two. Breeze has one. Rogers has one. Um, Elway's got one. I'm pretty sure Elway's got one. Um, but like Brady and uh, Montana are the two outliers with like four, and Brady's got seven. So I don't I don't think Mahomes is gonna need five, six, seven, eight Super Bowls to be considered one of the greatest ever. Um, I just think his ability will, you know do that for him, which has already done him wonders. What made me really upset is that Kenneth Gainwell had a touchdown in the first he quarter. Did. He did. And it got called back. And then he had another like big gain for a first down and that got called back too. And then my boy Kenny was having a game. They just wasn't having it. He had 40 total yards though in the Super Bowl. And, you know, Jake Elliott didn't miss a kick, so... Yeah, Memphis represent or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that that that's the only thing that made me upset about the Super Bowl. Kenny got his touchdown revoked, man. The first, like outside of Isaac Bruce, the first player to score that wasn't a kicker <laughs> in the Super Bowl for Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I think on that holding call, I think people. I mean, people would have been mad if they called it. People were going to be mad if they didn't call it. So like, that's what I said. I was like. If they didn't there's, call it, there would have been a million people on Twitter like, how do you miss this in this spot? <laughs> there's there's no right answer. There's no right call there. Yeah. Um, but the, but the you could also doing their job. You could also say that you could also argue the Dallas Goddard catch. Dude, I was surprised they called that a catch. I thought that they were going to say he didn't have control. I was. I did, too, because they called the Devontae Smith one not a catch. So mm-hmm. I just based it off that. And so, the, mean, the Miles Sanders catch that they said was incomplete. I thought that was Gainwell. Was it Miles Sanders? It was Sanders. He caught the 
when he fumbled. That. Yeah. And uh, he didn't make a football move though. I thought he might have. He it didn't. Was, get three, it was he close. Didn't take, he didn't take three steps. Okay. I wouldn't have been upset if they called that because Nick Bolton would have had two defensive touchdowns on the game, and we might have seen Nick Bolton for Super Bowl MVP. That would have yeah. been crazy if the same person got two scooped scores on the game. That would have been crazy. That would have been pretty crazy. Where does this rank for you in like Super Bowls ever? Ever? Yeah. Now I can't sit there and lie to you and say I've watched every Super Bowl. <laughs> Just ones that you've seen. It's top, probably top two for sure. I would say, I would say so. At least top three. Because yeah, the twenty eight three is the craziest one I've seen. Yeah, that has to be the best one I've ever seen. Uh Seahawks Patriots was another crazy one. We've been blessed with some crazy Super Bowls the past decade. Uh we had uh what was the one at I'm thinking of another one. Eagles Patriots recently. It definitely wasn't Rams Patriots. <laughs> That might have been the worst football game I've ever seen, let alone not even not even Super Bowl, just football game. No, 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 no. Broncos Colts takes the cake on that one. I no, no, no. no. Every, <laughs> Thursday night game, bro. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for the new season to start, bro. Thursday, good lord, Thursday better be better this year, because like golly, my favorite thing this year was to just come on here and just bash the Thursday night games. <laughs> every week Broncos Colts bro they went to overtime and Broncos fans were leaving they, they did not care <laughs> who won that game bro they was like man that's why these tickets were three bucks <laughs> Broncos Colts playing on Thursday they paid a dollar for every point they had going into I, overtime. I think that was Frank Reich's last game and the Colts were like brother if <laughs> if we're going to overtime with the Broncos the Broncos lost that game right yeah because Russ threw the pick and the, uh, when he had the wide, he had KJ Hamler wide open and he threw the interception trying to get it to. Uh, oh, that was when somebody on the sideline threw their helmet or something. Was that KJ? Yeah, Hamler? That, was, that was Hamler threw his helmet. Dude, that was funny. That was funny. That that's like, see, that's why you tune in to bad games. Stuff like that can happen. It's so bad that it's, it's like watching a bad movie. It's so bad that it's hilarious. Um, that was hilarious um while we're on the topic what was your favorite game to watch this year besides the super bowl i don't know man that's tough i'm trying to think back to one that stands out I'd say the I'd say the Cowboys Eagles Thanksgiving games up there. That was a really good game. I'd say that one that one's up there for sure. Mine would probably be Jags Chargers wild card round. Yeah, that was. Seeing Trevor, yeah. just seeing the highs and lows of that game, tail of two halves. Trevor Lawrence throws four interceptions, four, and then comes back throws four touchdowns. And wins the game down 27 nothing, 27-3. So beats the Chargers. Watching the Jags win that game was absolutely wild. 
Bless. Um. Oh. Vikings Bills. That was probably one of the craziest games I've ever watched. That was that's up there for one of the craziest games yeah. I've ever watched. Uh, Josh Allen throwing two red zone interceptions and Justin Jefferson making the snag of the ever that I've ever there seen. There was I'm the one where the, the Colts down. blew that. There was the one where the Colts blew that lead too. Oh, Vikings. The Vikings had a weird year. Vikings <laughs> have a crazy game against the Bills, one of the best teams in the league. They have a comeback against one of the worst teams in the league in the Colts. The co- largest comeback by points ever in NFL history. Were they down 38? 34? 5, 6, something like that. And then they lose in the wild card round to the to Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Who haven't seen the playoffs in six Tip- years. Typical Kirk Cousins. Just Vikings are hilarious. And they had a negative point differential winning 13 games. Like, absolutely atrocious. Um, yeah. Crazy, crazy season. Um, really, real joy to watch. Can't wait to do our off-season stuff like we did last year. We're going to predict our standings again. Uh, we're going to do some more. We're gonna probably going to sweep the, the college, like the Power Five conferences in college. We only did the SEC last year because um, college football was kind of creeping up. Uh, we're probably gonna do every conference we can. Uh, you probably don't, probably guys probably don't care about Sun Belt and you know Conference USA. Conference USA only has like six teams in that conference now. Now that all of them are in the American. <laughs> um, we're, we're we're gonna do some more you know standings predictions. We're gonna do NFL standings predictions and and do time. But speaking of standings predictions, we are going to see how we did in our first standings predictions in our first you know episode of this podcast now i got one right i know that we both had the texans as the worst team in the afc and they were by a comfortable margin uh one game Behind the Colts, um, not, not too on, comfortable. Not only one game, but you know, the the, te- the Texans were pretty bad. I was right in saying that the, the 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 Bears were a bottom three team in the league, and they certainly were. They, by record, were the worst team in the NFL. They obviously, with them having the number one overall pick, they went three and fourteen. Now, I think my worst prediction on there was saying the Seahawks had the worst roster in the NFL. I agree. I agreed with you. We both said that, but nobody was going to expect Geno Smith to come out and him, you know, nobody, nobody thought Geno Smith was going to come out and have a pro bowl season. Um, and win comeback player of the year, that certainly helped them win nine games in the playoffs, but roster wise, and this was this was before Kenneth Gainwell or not Kenneth Gainwell, Kenny Kenneth Walker. Um, you know, was in conversations for rookie of the year. Became a really good running back. And Tariq Woolen, they had that 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 young secondary put it together. You know, this was before we all them young guys, you know, broke out. Um, outside of Geno Smith, who came back and remembered how to play football. See, I don't 
I don't know, man. That, at the time, that wasn't a bad. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't know that Geno should have been comeback player of the year. Who do you think should have? Who it should have been? Like Saquon or somebody, Christian McCaffrey. I just think comeback player of the year should go to somebody who got injured, not somebody that was just bad. Yeah, it's suddenly good. Um, yeah, what did he come back from? <laughs> Being garbage. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been good in the NFL since he, this year. He came back from the bench and he got comeback player of the year. He came back from West Virginia in 2012. <laughs> being good in college. Like, now that you say that, yeah. All right. We both had the Rams pretty good. Do you think that them being as bad as they were was the biggest surprise of the NFL season, would you say? The Rams yes. being so bad? Yeah. Um... I would probably say so. The Lions. Being I don't know. You could put the you could put the Bucks being pretty bad up there too. I had a feeling it would happen. Um, I'm not going to sit here and be like LeBron. Yeah, I knew from the get go that the Bucks were going to be bad. But like we both thought they were going to be at least better than what they were, a losing record. Uh, we thought they were going to have at least you know a comfortable game over comfortable amount of games over 500 since they had Tom Brady and still had a good offense. But I I never trusted Todd Bowles as a head coach, and you know, that showed that Tom Bowles isn't a great head coach. He's a good coordinator, not so great as a head coach. Um, they did lose a lot of pieces. Um, they had no secondary pretty much the entire year. Um, that offensive line was in shambles the entire year. That that team had dealt with a lot of injuries and you know right. a lot of uncertainty. Um, and Todd Bowles as head coach, that there, there's a reason they were eight and nine. Um, but that was also a big surprise. The Lions being nine and eight and one game out of the playoffs um, was certainly a surprise. You know, Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, um, I thought was going to be like the Texans head coach or something. Um, somebody's head coach, but he stays with the Lions, building something there in Detroit. That team is going to be in the playoffs for um, soon enough. They're they're going to be in the postseason, um, especially. If Rodgers isn't back in Green Bay next year, um, Lions could win the NFC North next year if the, if the Vikings don't continue what they're doing. Um, the Giants making the playoffs was also a huge surprise. That whole NFC East division was a surprise. Nobody had a losing record in that conference or in that division. Um, Ron Rivera forgetting that they were eliminated or forgetting that they could get eliminated in that one week was... Yes. Um, he said, wait, we could yeah. be eliminated? <laughs> <laughs> we oh, the, the Broncos, big surprise, Nathaniel Hackett, not a good head coach, um, turns out. Uh, Raiders also up there. The Raiders were pretty bad. Also dealt with a good amount of injuries on defense. Um, we both thought... The Chargers and Chiefs are make the playoffs. I had the Chiefs at ten and seven, <laughs> and like I had them as the one seed, didn't I? I think you did. I had them as the fifth seed at ten and seven. So somebody they won the somebody, I won the Super Bowl, obviously. <laughs> somebody said Travis Kelsey. I didn't say they weren't gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> I thought they would make the playoffs. I thought they were like the. Fifth I know. Seed. Do you didn't see that? What? At the Super Bowl parade, he was talking about that some dude said that they weren't gonna make the playoffs and they were that the Chiefs were done and just because they lost Tyreek Tyree Hill. Hill. Um, I didn't think that. I thought they would struggle a little bit. Um, they did. They, did, 
they didn't struggle at all. They didn't. They <laughs> could argue got better without Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah, they, they yeah, didn't struggle. Yeah, the Chiefs were immaculate all year. Um, won the Super Bowl. If you guys didn't know, the Browns. We thought. I think we both predicted it right at seven to ten. Um, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes said, "We won a Super Bowl in our rebuilding year." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Nick Wright said that. They were rebuilding, retooling, and they won a Super Bowl. That shows you how good a coaching staff they have in Mahomes. Is him. Freaking what what intrigued me is that the Browns um we Browns weren't great and you know that they only had a negative twenty point differential. Which which is like I thought was kind of weird. We both, you'd think they were worse than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Steelers going another winning record under Mike Tomlin. We both said, we both had them at like a losing record, 6 and 11 or whatever. Um, we both said we weren't going to be surprised. Yeah, we both <laughs> they, said they somehow did something. And, you know, Kenny Pickett found his groove late in the year and they won nine games. Same with New England. They went eight and nine. Um and they had a positive point differential. So all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this. You said New England made me think of this. I had this conversation the other day. Is it crazy to say I don't think Bill Belichick's the best coach of all time anymore? I think it is. I don't know, man. That roster's not good. I mean, yeah, but like you take Brady's wins they have, away? They have was it it's impossible to do, man. That's impossible know, to do. Man. Those teams he had were crazy. It's obvious, like, obviously, they weren't going to be as good without the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Well, yeah, obviously. Which is like, it's like weird. That's weird to say. But they, they went 11 and 5 with Matt Castle at quarterback one year. I don't know, man. <laughs> that one year Tom Brady was hurt the whole year. And they went eleven and five. I think they missed the playoffs that year, which is crazy to think eleven and five. They missed the playoffs, but they still did the thing with Matt Castle at quarterback. They went three and one without Tom Brady with Jimmy G at quarterback. I don't know it's three and yeah. one, four game sample size, but when the Patriots are a good team, it's not so. It doesn't matter so so much who's that quarterback. The Patriots don't have a great roster. They have they no they no secondary. I think. Like Jack Jones or Jonathan Jones is their best corner right now. Um, they have some good safeties. McCourty, if he's going to, I don't know if he's going to come back. Uh, Kyle Duggar had a pretty, really good year this year. Um, they just have no secondary. Their defense is not great. And right. they have like no go to receiver. They thought Devontae Parker was going to be that for some reason. Um, didn't happen. And with Matt. Patricia as your offensive coordinator. Times are going to be rough on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so, yeah, I think it's I don't think it's fair to say that because his team's not great. And, you know, he had Matt Patricia calling plays and it's just the team's not great. He didn't help himself out by not naming any coordinators either. Yeah, like. Again. He's got six Super Bowls. Can't really question what he does, but 
you also can at the same time. Um, yeah, I don't think it's fair to say he's not because I personally think he is. It's just, just a rough couple years trying to figure yeah. out life life after Tom Brady. I don't. I think Belichick's got some left in the tank, but maybe not a lot left. Um, I just don't think it's crazy. He had a positive point differential with, uh, albeit 17, and they had a losing record, but still. Um, do you want to do you want to touch on the AJ Brown Twitter drama? Okay, <laughs> Juju. There's two sides of this. One side, Juju has a right to talk because he just won the Super Bowl. You know. The other side, it's like, dude, you're corny, you're cringy, shut up. There's that other side. Another okay. one side, it's Here's like. Here's how I feel about it. AJ was definitely salty. But AJ was kind of right. Yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, Juju's not good. <laughs> congrats to Juju on the Super Bowl, but come on, bro. <laughs> but yeah, AJ Brown what was right. He, but you know that comes from salt. Also, he was defending his teammate a little bit, and then afterwards we see that Debo Samuel was right on that one podcast. Bradbury trash. <laughs> um, you know, people people are salty afterwards after playoff losses. Um, yeah, but yeah, back to our standings, like side by side. We, I we both had the Ravens in the playoffs. Um, Chargers in the playoffs. I had the Raiders missing the playoffs and the Broncos. I think you had you had the Raiders in the playoffs. I'm pretty I sure. I did. I did. <laughs> um, not to gloat, but I had that right. I didn't have the. We both didn't have the Giants in the playoffs, which was understandable. Um, I had the Eagles as like a six or seven seed. Um, obviously, didn't happen. You had the Eagles a little better. Um. But we both, neither of us thought they were going to win 14 games and make the Super Bowl. Right. I had the Saints in the playoffs. You didn't. I have mine. I had the Saints in the playoffs. Um, I also had the Cardinals in the playoffs, which was, good Lord, not a great prediction because they won four games the entire year and ended the game on a, ended the year on a seven game losing streak. I got it. Here it is right here. Your standings? Yeah. See, I don't. I didn't write it down. Well, I I did it on the like a standings predictor website. Um, let me see if I can pull that back up again. I had the Tampa Bay. I had the Rams as the one seed in the NFC. Then I had Tampa Bay as the two. Oh, Green here Bay they are. The three. Oh no, they're not. These aren't mine. This is like what actually happened. I had Green Bay as the three. Arizona at five. Dear God. I had the Broncos in the playoffs. I didn't have the Raiders in. I had the Broncos in. Okay. Which might be worse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so I, I can't to... I can't pull mine up because I didn't save it. But I know I had the Dolphins, Ravens, Chargers, Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. I lied. I had the Chiefs as the two seed. I had the Bills as the one. Yeah, I think we both had the Bills as at the one. We did. So I had but You took the Bengals over the Chiefs. Yeah. I did. I predicted every one of these teams to be in the playoffs except for the Jaguars. I had the the Titans over the Jaguars. We both had the Titans making the playoffs. So I bo- I had Dolphins, Ravens, Chargers, Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. And then at the 4 I had the Titans. Hey. 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 Hey, if the Titans don't lose seven in a row in the year and actually have a competent receiver, I might have went seven for seven. Don't don't at me. Don't don't at me. I think I went. Hold on, I think I went perfect here. Except I went the Chiefs at the five and the Chargers at the two. I had the Chargers as a two seed. I do remember that. I had the Chargers as a two seed or the three seed. Bengals at two. That's crazy. <laughs> Bengals at two. And I had the Bills at one. Hey, man. I, I knew the Chiefs were. I, I thought it was going to be closer than that, but I thought the Chiefs were still going to win that division. I knew that was going to happen. I thought it was going to be, or I had the Chargers winning. I, I thought. It was going to be like I had everyone in at least 10 games. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all separated by two games. Um, Instead, they lost 10 games. Yeah, <laughs> not not great. Uh, but I did have all the teams predicted, um, at least on the AFC. But on the NFC, I forget. I know I had um, Cardinals, Saints. Packers, those three missed the playoffs, and Rams. Golly. Um, I had Giants and Cowboys at the bottom, the very bottom. I had Cowboys at four, I think. One I I am proud of, one I am proud of is I did predict the Vikings to do a little something and make the playoffs, but they, I I didn't predict them to win 13 games, but I had them at like 10 or 11 at the five seed. I had the Eagles as a six. I think I had the Eagles. Either that or I... I don't think I had the Eagles in the playoffs. I think... I picked the Saints over them. I picked the Panthers to finish better than the Giants. Yeah, nobody nobody thought the Giants were going to do anything. I thought they were going to be a little better because I, I believed in Dayball. But I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. I don't think anybody predicted three NFC East teams to make the playoffs. I had yeah. the 49ers good. Um, I think my three juggernauts, the AFC were the Rams, Bucks, <laughs> and 49ers. I, 49ers won 13. Um, I had, I had them sitting at 11, 12, 13 wins. Yeah, but we both didn't pick the Seahawks to make it. Neither of us picked the Giants to make it. 
But I had Niners, Vikings, Bucks, and Cowboys. I had half. Or four four sevenths. A little over half. W predictions for me. W. Yeah, mine were pretty bad. <laughs> w predictions for me. Can't wait for this year. We're, we're going to wait till after the draft. Speaking of draft, we're going to have mock drafts coming in the later down the road. Um, talking more about the draft coming prospects. Um, but yeah, not much to talk about this week. We can, um, we will get into basketball talk and baseball. Baseball is almost here. We will get into baseball talk when that comes college, around. College baseball starts tomorrow. College baseball, it's Ole Miss looking to uh, defend their title. I'm not going to be watching college baseball. <laughs> college um, baseball is better than MLB. I ain't going to lie. MLB is pretty exciting. I like the MLB. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, college basketball heating up. All right. It's almost let's March. Talk, let's talk about some college basketball real quick. Uh, Do what? Lost, lo- Alabama lost. Correct. Last night, last night in Knoxville. What's crazy is Alabama was number one in basketball. And, like, obviously they've been good in football. That that Alabama sports program is not just football, which is kind of cool. Nate Oates is doing his thing. Now we got to give – hold on. If we're going to do that, we got to make sure we give Tennessee their props too. I don't care. <laughs> I did that enough in football. Even they then are, I kind of – I slacked on that. They have been number one in baseball, football, and basketball. They've been – They've been going crazy in sports. But that's all I'm going to say about them. I don't want to give them too much praise, boost their head way up, and then I'll be able to have to hear about it for the next six months. So, Hey, they'll collapse at the end of the season like they normally do. Vols gonna vol. That's all I got to say about that. That's what I'm saying. Hey. Hey. Just wait. Just wait, wait till March. They'll, they'll, they'll do a little something, something. They'll do They'll do they'll, they'll, they'll find a way to lose in the round of 32. Rick Barnes um, in March. It's it's it, it. <laughs> Hey. Memphis is in right now. Yeah, barely. But we're in a, we're in eleven. We're not in like the last four in tournament yet. No, we're 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 the last four buys. Yeah. We're the last buy. We're the very last buy. <laughs> <laughs> we're scraping by. UCF's gonna give us a little little tough night tonight. No Malcolm, um, no Alo. We pretty much gotta win out. Um, we have well, Houston we twice. Can, we, if we can lose to Houston twice and win out and be in, I think. I think so, but a little win against Houston wouldn't hurt. We we swept them in the regular season last year, but I think our team was. You could argue our team was better last year. I mean, maybe. Um, it could. They could be better this year, but we're kind of you know, struggling here as of late. So I don't really, well, you're missing two starters not, too. So, yeah. Um, I think we have them next hopefully, after UCF. Hopefully a yeah, Sunday, hopefully Alo and Malcolm can play Sunday. Hopefully at least limited. I mean, do you think we can win a tournament game? It obviously it depends on who we play. Right. Sure. I think we, I think we win a first round game where we end up. We got we got a little lucky last year playing Boise State. Obviously, Boise State was good. They were in the tournament, but 
playing a group of five right now. Right now they have us matched up with TCU in the first round, I think. That's probably a loss. TCU's been really good. That whole Big 12 conference. They also just lost their best player, TCU did. So. I haven't been too up to date with college basketball. I know, like, where teams are. I just don't know too much about the players. I know Zach Eady is probably going to win player of the year. That's like it. Brandon Miller is going to go top five in the draft, Alabama. Seeing that the Thompson twins ought to be going, both going top ten, would be pretty cool to see, I think. Amen and Aswagwa. Yeah. yeah. Them boys are, the boys are hoopas, no lie. Them boys are hoopas. We'll also do some draft stuff when that time comes. That's a little ways away. We're just at the all-star break. Man, that NBA season has flown by. It has. Um, I cannot wait to cover some March Madness. Only got 25 left. March Madness is going to be some little, going to be something. We're going to have to pump out some episodes more often talking about March Madness I'm just to, to keep up. Ready to uh, fill out my bracket. We could do that. Live stream, stream idea. The H and H. We could bracket. do it. We could do like make a H and H on a ESPN a fantasy thing, and we could just do our two. And it'll keep up with it for us, you know what I mean? Yeah, or we could just fill one out together on live as an episode. It could. That that would be a good idea. I didn't know if I you wanted to make it I didn't know if you wanted to make it a little competition or since I kicked we your could, tail in, we could. We or could since do I our, kicked your, or since I since I kicked your tail in the college football pickums, you don't want to do that no more. You won by like four or five games. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. I got next year. I got next year. I started off hot this year, then I kinda, you know Well if you went and took Florida and <laughs> in Kansas every week. I would have had a little bit of better. If I, I was rational. Of, I couldn't think of who I the would, other team was. I was I was irrational pretty much the whole year, and I still was only five games behind you. Think think of if I actually put my mind my mind. Like I we both I we both picked Vanderbilt that last week uh to beat Tennessee. Uh they that got was dumb. That was dumb. Pumped. <laughs> uh they were coming off a a Florida win and a. I picked South coach. Carolina to beat Georgia, bro. Yeah, we both picked them to beat Cam- uh, Clemson the last week. That was pretty cool. Um, what else did we pick? We picked something else. Uh, I was picking Kansas every week. Uh, once we started picking Kansas games, I don't think I picked against them. Um, I think I picked it against Florida once or twice. Um, yeah, not great. Not great. <laughs> Um, next year, I'm going to put all my ra- – I probably won't happen. I'll probably be a little stupid on my pickums again. Um, yeah, we're going to – a little, little light episode for you guys today. Not much to talk about. Um, but once, you know, March Madness starts, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start doing our, you know, draft research and doing mock drafts and stuff in the later once episodes. Mar- once March Madness starts, I'm cool to pump them out twice a week if you want to. I'm cool to do that as well. We could talk. We can get Eli and uh, I forget it, Jacob back on the pod again. To Elijah. Talk. Uh, Elijah. I, I used to call him Eli. <laughs> um, Elijah, Jacob, Ball Oasis. We can get them back on the pod um, you know, here soon enough when they're free. Um, yeah, but that's going to be the end of this episode, guys. We appreciate you guys watching and listening. Um, if you aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, what are you doing? Best podcast, best sports podcast out. 
um, subscribe, turn on notifications so you guys don't miss a podcast episode. Uh, subscribe to us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple uh, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Uh, we're wherever you guys get your podcast. Um, we'll be back next week, and we will see you guys then.